Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Some Supervision Required, the uh, quarantine edition. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I am coming to you live from my closet, and that is not an exaggeration. I am actually in my closet right now recording because, as you know, if you're listening, by the time you listen to this, it's probably like day 13, 14. Right now, we are in day 12 of a quarantine <laughs> or social distancing. It's not really a quarantine, but that's what we keep calling it. Um, because of the novel coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, also known as the Rona, also known as Miss Rona. Depends on like how, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I have brought back a very exciting and incredible and amazing and iconic guest that we had in (laughs) season one. You guys clearly loved him because his episode was the best of the entire season. So welcome back, Jonathan Yes, thank you for having me. Especially for this special edition of Some Supervision Required, uh, quarantine edition. Quarantine edition. (laughs) So what's really fun about this, so we're not together, just so you guys know, we were practicing social distancing, we are avoiding large crowds, and I actually had him dial in. So again, if it, if it doesn't sound as crisp and clear, I'm sorry, but this is the best that we can do in the times that we have, like, or the times that we're living in. Yeah, we're trying to protect humanity here, so, so you know, cut us some slack. So we are staying home, but we're still bringing you entertainment because at the end of the day, nobody is doing anything. And now more than ever, you have all the time in the world to actually listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's start with a few numbers. Coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever this, this fucking bitch that is like ruining all of our lives. Right. <laughs> so as of today, I did some research and the CDC is reporting over 85,000 cases in the Holy U.S., shit. yeah, My in the God. U.S., over 1,200 deaths. 3,000 of those cases are in Florida. 763 of those cases are in Miami-Dade County. Oh. And that's just what's been reported. So I actually know a few people that have tested positive for coronavirus and a few people that have had the symptoms, have gone through it, the same exact thing as their friends were at, at risk because they were at winter party or whatever, but they never actually went to go get tested because they're like, why are we going to take those resources away? Um, so that just goes to show you that there are a lot of people out there that probably do have it and haven't actually reported it. So these numbers are high numbers, but they're probably even higher in real life. But none of this is, again, is to scare you. I don't want to make this whole thing about like, oh my God, coronavirus, it can kill you and just talk for 40 minutes about that. It's kind of just, I want to talk about how it's really affecting everybody and and what it's done, right? But before we even get into that, let's talk about what everybody has been throwing around. And Jonathan, I know you and I had this whole discussion probably like a week ago when it, I don't want to say it wasn't as serious because it's been pretty serious, but I think as every day goes by, it just gets a little bit more um, ominous, I would say. Yeah. In terms yeah. of like, because we don't have an end date. Like, I think when we first started hearing about the cases, we're like, okay, guys, wash your hands. Y'all are nasty. I can't believe you're not washing your hands in the first place. And then like, it's like, oh, wait, there's like cases in the US. There's one in the United States. There's one in Florida. And then it was like, okay, guys, seriously, like, wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and... Then it became like, okay, everybody has to work from home. And at least for me, I, I can only speak for myself. I was like, um, I'm totally cool with working from home. I'm a big fan. But right now, I am not really taking this as seriously because I feel like everyone gets very like 
panicky and stuff and i don't i don't like to buy that bullshit um and now i'm kind of like everyone needs to stay the fuck home because all these events are getting canceled and i'm not a fan and it's not even like the events that are happening right now like people might actually die yes but it's more about like how society is going to change after this right so now it's not that i'm I'm taking it seriously now i'm just sort of like okay the facts are there i get it we just need to pay attention right so just kind of walk me through your like coronavirus covid19 experience under this uh quarantine that we've all been joking about that started off funny and like isn't as funny anymore (laughs) i mean yeah it's not funny um, but you know, a little laugh here and there won't hurt anyone. Oh, I think um, it's what's keeping us you know, alive. Meme accounts are keeping me alive. It, it is, you know, and I think that we have to have a healthy relationship with the reality that we're being faced with right now. Um, because if you know we're just staying at home, cooped up, and you know, sitting in our misery, wallowing in misery, looking out the window, you know, wanting to be doing what we usually do, like that's just gonna kill us. You know, watching the news hours on end reading the news hours on end is going to kill us too so i think that you know it's part of turning this around and making the best of the situation is finding light in this and you know like you had mentioned earlier like getting closer to our friends you know getting closer to our co-workers and you know exploring how we can strengthen those relationships with people um especially since you know distance has to be a thing right here um but no, I mean, with my journey, it started a couple of weeks ago when I was flying out to Mexico. I was going out for a friend's birthday. And before this trip, we're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is kind of scary. Like, shit's really getting real. Like, this, you know, people know that mm-hmm. when you go traveling, people are more than likely to get sick on an airplane or at the airport because of all the transient people and because people in their shit diseases, viruses and sneezing and poor hygiene and whatnot. Um so flying to Mexico, like every a lot of people on the plane were wearing masks. Um, I was washing my hands every two seconds. Um, I was super paranoid. Every time someone would sneeze, I would look at them and be like, "Ew." And then, like, I'd see, I'd observe what they do because another thing that happened was this kind of heightened my, um, my sense of, I guess, I don't know how you want to call this, but my sense of alertness yeah like you were more aware of your surroundings especially when it came to hygiene and people are fucking nasty (laughs) they're disgusting (laughs) i would see people sneeze and then they'd use their arm to wipe off like the residue from their upper lip or their nose and then they'd go and grab a pen or they'd lean on like a counter or they'd you know give you know someone their credit card to pay at the at the little convenience store so it was i was just like oh my god people are really fucking gross but that's besides the point. So we come back from Mexico and then the following weekend, um, well, actually, no, um, I came back to work on Tuesday and that same day, my company had sent an email. That's right. You went, to you everyone went a little I earlier for... than everybody else to work from home. I remember. I, yeah. We got an email um, on Tuesday saying, hey, um, effective immediately. Everyone work from home until the end of March. So then that was March I picked 10th. up my shit this was march yeah that was march 10th right before any government right before the government ordered us to work from home or any of this social distancing thing started so i was like okay whatever you know i'll be working from home for a couple of days it was fine and then over the weekend i went out with some friends 
we went out to patio um and we went out to <laughs> wilton manors and people were like you're crazy like there's a lot of shit going on right now blah 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 but like i'm one of those types of people that i don't need to be reminded i didn't need to be reminded to practice you know proper hygiene right because of a pandemic like i've always washed my hands i've always kept my distance from people unless you know <laughs> yeah you're not like gonna share um, <laughs> drinks right right unless you know the occasion calls for it <laughs> right share drinks exchange saliva so on and so forth but you know so i kept my distance that day at patio, the place was empty like there were people but it wasn't packed with people so you know it's not like i was bumping elbows with anyone or like i was struggling to get through a crowd like no i was walking straight through to the bathroom to the bar i would use napkins to clean the surface of my drink and all these things to make sure that, you know, I wasn't ingesting anything that could have been contaminated. And I'm happy to say, according to research, um, what it takes two to four day, 14 days for you to begin seeing symptoms. I'm clean from El Patio and oh, from Wynwood, congratulations. in case anyone was concerned. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's a major achievement. And then um, after that, I was just like, you know what, like, let me just stay home and, you know, practice this whole social distancing thing. And you know, staying inside in this self-quarantine nonsense. And that's basically been my life ever since. I mean, um, I've gone to see family like maybe once because my aunt was like, hey, I made a soup, come over. And I was like, I really shouldn't, but let's go. Um, And then when she saw me, she came to give me a hug and a kiss. I'm like, coronavirus. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then she gave me a hug and a kiss anyway. I'm like, okay, well, clearly no fucks given here. Um, but yeah, and in between that, I've been making memes, posting a bunch of shit just to, you know, keep it light and keep it fun. And I mean, at this point, that's kind of like all that you can do. And I had, I had something similar. I think the same weekend that you were in Tulum, I went to Austin to celebrate a friend's birthday. And at that point we were just under that like sanitation, like make sure that you're washing your hands et cetera, et cetera. Like, okay, I normally wash my hands. I know planes are gross. I travel a lot. So like. I know, yeah. <laughs> like, I know that, that airplanes are really gross. You don't want to touch your face after you like touch all the fucking screens and everything. As soon as you get on the plane, yeah. so I've always been very cognizant of that. Um, more so on this trip too. And I remember when we were in Austin that we were still like, it was, it, it felt a little bit kind of like when we were hit with swine flu or, um, bird flu i think it was like in 2009 we had swine flu and i remember going to grad bash um and it was like the the peak of the swine flu thing and i think there was like maybe one or two cases in the u.s but all it really was was that we were walking around at grad bash with hand sanitizer so it, oh my gosh i was there yes. i remember that so this oh was, my god this was 2009 i'm like grad bash yeah you went to grad bash at, in college no. Like, no wait that's high yeah. school you dumbass <laughs> yeah and and do you remember like it was I, I have videos actually from some of our classmates that were like oh we're out here in the middle of like grad bash and there's swine flu and no one wants to get in and everything but we joked around about it because it, it didn't seem like it was something that could really affect us and yeah we were just under that whole wash your hands a lot more so I went about my business I think that same week I remember seeing that you were working from home until like end of March and I'm like wow there yeah well that's actually been extended to the end of oh I'm April. sure I'm sure and god knows yeah, and I'm pretty sure that it's gonna yeah. be stretched out even further like I, I'll bet money on it. even no for sure for sure um but yeah. I went about my business and then I think that weekend we got back um then i think we were instructed after that to work from home but i i had gone out that friday um and like you said the bars they were all very empty very closed and people were like what are you doing now and i'm like 
it's fine. I'm washing my hands in between everything. Like businesses aren't closed. We're okay. Once business is closed and they're, they're like, you can't go out to bars. Like Miami-Dade County put an order. Everybody's got to stay at home. I was like, oh, okay. This makes sense. Yeah. But I thought that what was more interesting besides all of that was because I wasn't a person that was taking it. Not, I don't want to say I wasn't taking it seriously because I was like, I just wasn't feeding into the the hype and the panic because I, I don't like to do that. I'm like, why am I going to sit there and like watch the Same. news and like start, start panicking and then start lecturing people on how they're living their life. Like I, my mom is 55 and diabetic. So she's an at risk person. And I knew that I had been traveling and I had been out. So when they ordered us to work from home, I could have easily gone to Orlando and worked from there, but I decided not to because I knew that I could potentially have it be asymptomatic. I was hanging around people that, you know, potentially could have had it later on. They did end right. up having it. So, you know, they had tested positive and everything. So I, I stayed away um, to protect her. So I didn't feel like, I was like, why would I be getting lectured or subtweeted or anything for going out to like pick up fucking food or something or go see a friend or at the time when the bars were still open, go grab a couple drinks on a Sunday. Um, it was like, you don't know my life. Like I'm not spreading it to people because- I'm making sure that like the only places that I go is I go to work, I go to this place, I go home and I, that's yeah. it. Obviously now it's a lot different. Now it's, we really do need to stay home and not, but I just felt like everyone sort of just becoming an expert in how diseases spread and everything within oh, two minutes. Yeah. Like congratulations. No, I understand that Google is free, but like you weren't, you don't have a PhD in telling me what to do. Yeah, you don't work for the Center for Disease Control. Yeah. Disease Control. <laughs> you know, you don't work for the World Health Organization. Like, yeah, I encourage everyone to, you know, be as informed as they possibly can and not heavily rely on the news to tell you what the news media wants to tell you. I think it's important that, you know, everyone just logs on to these credible sites and do the research that they can on their own and know how to protect themselves, how to reduce the risk and whatnot. And that's actually something that I'm going through with my parents right now because my my dad, you know, Latino, loves to watch, you know, people, well, likes to listen to people give their perspective on, you know, what needs to happen next. And I mean, I don't know if we're kind of doing that right now. <laughs> I mean, we're not. We're doing this just like to talk shit and to unwind and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my dad, he started saying like all these things that like, oh, no, it dies in the heat in the spring, in the summer, now in April. I'm like, no, that's what your president said. And yeah. that is not true because the World Health Organization debunked that myth. Right. So, a lot I of mean, if that were the like, case, Miami would not be a hotspot. We've had absolutely beautiful weather for the past three weeks. I don't think it's even rained. Oh it's been that's like unfair, by the way. Like You know, I want to say that it's unfair, but at the same time, too, I'm like, I'm somebody that's very affected by the weather. So I feel like if it was gloomy outside and I had to stay home for the first two days, it's great. Right. Cause you want to like snuggle up, watch Netflix, not mm -hmm. leave the house. But if it were to be three weeks of rain outside and I'm locked in the house, I think I would lose my mind. Uh, I would be like the people of Seattle. Yeah, And Seattle, I think has one of the <laughs> highest suicide rates for that reason. They do. For that reason, they get they seasonal do. depression. So in that, in that sense, like, yes, I'm, upset that the weather's so like great and I want to be outside but at the same time too I'm like well I'll take it because at least I can walk outside and walk around like my building you know as long as I don't interact with anybody I can go for a run I can do all of that stuff like that stuff is still okay as long as I'm staying away from people which obviously I am if I'm working out outside I don't want to be around people yeah like the other day well last weekend actually I went for a drive because I was like you know what I can't keep on with this 
staying indoors thing. So, you know, of course, everything is closed. It's not like I have the option to go to, like, a bar or hang out with right. my friends. Like, you know. So I legit stayed in my car. I started my drive up in um, in Sunny Isles and then worked my way down all the way to Key Biscayne. Like, it was a really pre- pleasant drive. I took the top off my car. Oh, that's so and then nice. someone messaged me they're like, yeah. And then someone messaged me. Well, a couple of people messaged me like, you need to stay home. You need to stay home. And I'm like, for what? I'm in my fucking car. I'm not contaminating anyone. I'm not coming into contact with anyone. I I have no reason to exit my car. I'm legit taking a very long detour to public. Yeah. <laughs> I think people need to understand that like we're all adults. We can all make decisions for ourselves and we know the risks that are associated with it. So it's like, and also, and this is tends to be a theme with every single episode that I do. Social media isn't real. So people probably thought that you were out and about because what you had posted a 15 second clip of you in the car. Like that doesn't. Yeah. And then they know knowing. that they feel that they know my whole fucking life right. because I posted 15 seconds of me in a fucking car. Right. So then they think <laughs> they're like, okay, this guy is like going out and infecting everyone and it's like you just wanted to go for a drive you went from your house into your car for a drive got back in your car and then got back home like you're not interacting with anybody but nobody knows that because you're not explaining it and nor should you have to so i think that's why and that i think that was something that like was really bothering me when this first like when this pandemic sort of first started is that like Yes, now we're at the point where I'm even telling my friends, like, dude, you guys got to stay home. Like, I I have a few friends that are still getting together in in houses and stuff. And I'm like, you don't know how long, you know, you don't know where this person has been. You don't know where that person has been. And, like, you're getting into pool parties and, like, all this stuff of hordes of people of seven to eight, ten people at a time. And I'm like, no. I'm at this point. I'm at this point. Yeah, I was like, now you're just being reckless. But I think before when people weren't paying attention to what, the standards were where it's like hey yes try and stay at home try to limit your interactions um don't attempt don't attend group gatherings of more than 10 people so it's like if i know where these people have been over the last couple of weeks if i went to go see a friend my you know my closest friend one of my closest friends lives in my same building i know where he's been at like i can go upstairs if i feel like it it's not a big deal that's Mm -hmm. what i'm doing i'm not going out anywhere else though so the only person that i'm really potentially exposing is myself and that's a risk that i'm taking right so i again this this whole like these google webmd people that are getting on here and just not only passing judgment but also passing misinformation is kind of bothered me but that, that that's yeah exactly i mean social media which i'm sure has seen a huge surge in use Oh, absolutely. My screen time has gone up immensely. Mine went up it's 71%. Kind of embarrassing. Yeah, mine went up 71%. <laughs> mine went up 121%. <gasps> like... <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I think I was at like 31 hours, 31 oh. hours, and then I clocked in at 62 hours this week. Jeez. 62 hours. Yeah, no, which it's... was a little concerning for me because, I mean, my screen time is normally high because I work in digital media. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm always on my phone. Like, my phone is now my work phone. I used to have two phones. Now I have only one phone. So yeah, I'm used to always being on my phone. But like, this was a whole nother level. I was like, holy fuck, 30 hours extra on my phone. I mean, do we really have that much of a choice? I mean, times have changed where like, you know, back then when we didn't have handheld computers, basically, because that's what our phones have become. Like, We'd be on our desktop computers for oh, hours. I know. I'm making MySpace um, layouts and stuff. Um, changing our MySpace, you know, status, updating posts, and changing our 
we'd be doing all kinds of shit, you know, if we didn't have mobile devices right now. So, I mean, uh, how do you think? And it's not like we can go outside anyway. So it's like we're still we're going to be looking at a screen somehow. If it's not your work computer, it's the TV. If it's not the TV, it's your phone. Yeah. So, you know, do you think this is going to affect relationships sort of in the long run? I think. And I asked that because, like I had said earlier, I've found that I've been I've become a little closer to some friends because I'm talking to them more often and not. And it's weird because it's like I think just the fact that we can't we know we cannot see each other makes us want to have these like virtual happy hours and like phone calls. And then you're checking in on them more. And I'm realizing I'm like, you know, I didn't talk to this person as much before. I mean, I, I would go out with them. We'd go have a good time we'd go to a bar and party but i'm not really having like one-on-one conversations with them and now i am so it's sort of deepening my friendships i wonder if that's gonna like also continue once this whole crisis is over or if it's Uh or if it even like lends itself to relationships and how relationships are being formed right now because i'm like who knows when we'll be let outside and like then is it gonna like is everyone's standards gonna be so lowered that like they just fall in love with the first person they see like the cashier at public how fuck yeah how (laughs) fuck yeah listen i'm i'm heartbroken because I logged on to Grinder the other night and then I found someone who's like 60 feet away from me and he's not ugly. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, like what a time to be alive, damn it. But now do you feel like you can't really see each other because you don't trust where this person has been? So you have to like I form can't. a relationship with them first, like an emotional relationship or talk to them or something. Yeah, and then maybe... he's like, oh, let's meet up. Let's meet up. And I'm like, mm, no, that's no, okay. Wait, I can't, you're not that cute. <laughs> Is it worth risking <laughs> risking my life? Like now you, if you go out to meet somebody that you've never met before, just like hookups are now a matter of life and death. <laughs> Basically, yeah. As if it wasn't a matter of life or death before. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, I mean, there were always STDs, but this time, I mean... I don't know. Yeah. Like it's it's a matter of now. There's Corona. We got to deal with exactly. And I mean, at least with STDs, like we know enough about them, and there are enough treatments and and you know all kinds of things you can do to prevent them from happening. Right. But with coronavirus, like the minute you exchange saliva, that's it. Like. And then the thing with the Corona too is like you get that from a hookup, and you can spread it to somebody else without hooking up with them. So it's like, I shouldn't exactly. have to die of coronavirus because you <laughs> because I just happened to see you, and like your spit fell in my cup or something, and you, exactly. you like, how selfish hooked up is with that? somebody the you, day before. Like, that's not fair. You were hooking up with someone, and then you go to say hi to grandma, and now, and now grandma's, grandma's in dead. the hospital because because you decided to be a fucking hoe right you know whereas before keep it in your whereas before i'm like okay well if, if you get chlamydia that's on you like it's not gonna affect yeah. my life yeah that's terrible exactly. it really is terrible no. how do you think like do you think tinder and hinge and all of us and bumble and on grinder and all of these apps are just gonna see a surge in users I mean, listen, there's definitely a surge in users. I think Grindr just like for this weekend unlocked um, like the unlimited views so that you can search through like different cities and whatnot. Um, I have a ton of matches on Tinder, but like, of course, all these people are transient. Number one. Number two, like I find myself not even talking to people on Tinder. We just match. It's like, hi, hi. How's it going? Great. And then the conversation dies there. Um and then I'm like, all right, do you have Instagram? And then like the conversation will graduate to Instagram and then that's it. Like 
you can't even set up like a oh when this is over in a couple of weeks we should bang or we should meet or we should go on a date like you can't do any of that right now and it's kind of sad so it's just like you know what what do you do how do you deal with this so i mean dating is not a a, a thing right now even if you wanted to do it virtually I, I don't see it happening even though i did meet this i well i didn't meet but i became like a little more cool with someone that i was connected with on instagram and he lives up in another state i'm not gonna say which one um but yeah so it like we've been facetiming we've been talking we've been interacting so maybe there's hope like, like maybe within the pool of people that you already know that's where relationships yeah. because that's my hypothesis my hypothesis is that it's not that people are gonna like th- like this is gonna end and all of a sudden like two two things are gonna happen right everyone's standards will have been so lowered that they're just gonna like the next person they see they're like all right fuck it you know what like life is short and i don't know when this is gonna happen again so you're it or (laughs) or throughout all this time people are gonna start seeing people that they were already friends with or that they already knew in a different light all of a sudden they're gonna be like you know what like i've been i've been facetiming with this person a little bit more i was you know they were at that virtual happy hour and they look kind of cute. They yeah, look like, they look a little like, cute over Zoom. We we found love in a hopeless <laughs> place. I mean, <laughs> in the and I thought the club was the hopeless place, but no coronavirus quarantine. Coronavirus quarantine. <laughs> I I honestly think that's what's gonna happen. Although I have to say, like, if it was yeah. if it was rough out there when you could go out, it's even rougher when you can't go out. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm dying. Especially us since like we're such extroverts and we like being on the scene and we like being social and whatnot. Like I'm dying. I, well that like, was my I, thing. Like I kept seeing on Twitter. <laughs> so there were a bunch of people and I'm sure there's a bunch of people listening that are introverted and they're like, I'm living life. Like I would see all these tweets about like, oh, when your life doesn't change all that much after quarantine or you know i promise that i'll start saying yes to people after i lied to them about being busy and not wanting to go out i'm like okay this corona thing is their lesson to learn not mine i never said no i always went out (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't have to be punished for them to learn a lesson i know it's not fair that's not fair like it's exactly what you said you're extroverted i'm extroverted like for me and and I've noticed and on a more serious note, like I did talk to a couple friends, you know, mental health check-ins and like, hey, are you, how are you guys doing? How do you guys feel? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's good. You know, I started feeling a little bit of anxiety the other day, but I was able to kind of, um, you know, keep it under control and just learning about the different triggers. Like for some people, the trigger has been, you know, I haven't been able to go to go into work. So like the change of routine and having to be stuck inside plays like a a, a toll on that like it it takes a toll on them um because they can't disconnect because they're working all the time because there's no clear delineation between like i am at home and i can relax or i'm working like they sort of blend in for me my trigger has been like i can't see people like i'm somebody that really really enjoys and i work very hard at all of the relationships that i have with my friends and everything so for me not to be able to see them in person it's, it's weird. It's very strange. And like, it makes me feel very, very alone. I know I'm not alone. I know everyone is sort of going through the same exact things, but it's, it's not even like you're stuck in the house. Cause I could be stuck in the house with my friends and be super fucking happy. Right. Yeah. But the fact that I can't see I mean, my friends like, is what's triggering for me. 
Yeah, like, I was talking about this with my best friends. I was like, we would give anything to sit in a restaurant and be able to be face-to-face with each other, just talking shit, drinking. Like, this was part of our routine. So I guess, like, right now, we're we're st- we're in the adjustment process where we're just, like, trying to get acclimated to our new reality, which is this, you know, staying indoors and not knowing what day of the week it is and, you know, working and then going to take a nap right after or working and then going straight to the kitchen to to make dinner or whatever the case may be and then who knows maybe even continue working like last night i was oh on friday night too i was working until like three in the morning i'm like who the hell am i and i was doing it happily i found myself way more productive oh yeah than i am like during the daytime for some reason i don't know at night versus during the day because during the yeah. day I, i'm in meetings the whole time and i'm like i can't concentrate right now on the actual work that needs to get done because i need to be on this fucking conference call with karen who can't shut up like i don't know right right <laughs> <laughs> fucking karen no the bitch never <laughs> shuts the fuck up damn it <laughs> always anyone else have a question before we adjourn uh yeah bitch. Before, uh-uh. at least you guys have seen it before we adjourn. <laughs> sorry i was on mute uh <laughs> <laughs> How do we mute this bitch? <laughs> but, but I think that adjustment, like, it's exactly what you said. Like, we're all sort of adjusting to the circumstances. So this week, so the first week was rough. Like I said, I went through my mental breakdown. It was it was so bad I turned off my phone for two days. Um, yeah, oh my and, and I did it because I knew that part of the reason was me going on social media and going on and seeing that everybody was feeling something some type of way like what they, but they were sharing like everyone was sharing something and it gave me right. a sense of like oh everyone is together and i'm not that's not that's not the case but it, it felt like community in like a bad way for me because i'm like i want to be out i want to be with my friends making these jokes i want to like like if my friend was posting a, a picture of food that she made at home i'm like oh that's not fair i want to be at a restaurant right now with my friends eating so yeah. i think that that sort of triggered my anxiety amongst other things. And I was like, okay, I need to take a step away from the phone. Need I need to learn how to be okay with being in my home alone and just focus on my work. And I did it for two days and it was so refreshing. By the time that I got back on, by, by the time I turned my phone back on and I was like, okay. I mean, I had reached out to my mom and everything. I was like, hey, I'm turning off my phone. It's limited, you know, whatever. I don't want to talk to anybody right now because I, I need to learn how to be okay alone. And it was incredible. And I think that set me up for the second week where I was, I was good. And then the second week I've spent a lot of time, um, you know, (laughs) with a house party, which is that like FaceTiming app, a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everyone's on that shit right now. It's It's incredible. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's old. It's an an old app, but I mean, it, it, I think it's kept me sane because everyone has sort of wanted to go on there and like, talk and whenever you have like 10 minutes down you pick up the phone and you'll facetime a friend or a group of friends which if you think about it people didn't really do before if you ever had downtime you weren't thinking about like oh let me call my friend you know Mm -hmm. you would just either text them or you were in a group chat or you were meeting them up wherever you were so that's why i'm like right so there really wasn't a need for you to even hear their voice like you could spend a whole day without speaking to them and then you're like all right i'm not i'm gonna spend the entire weekend with this bitch anyway you know and that's great but now it's like when will i see my friend again yeah and and (laughs) i'm also like kind of meeting new people too so yesterday uh one of my friends had i think house or she had facetimed me and it was a like an unknown number 
it was her and an unknown number and I answered the call and she's like oh hi this is my best friend I was just drinking wine and shooting the shit with her and I decided to call you and I was like oh hi nice to meet you and we spent like an hour and a half just talking like us girls shooting the shit and I'm like this is really cool I would have never met this girl otherwise because she's like I'm a homebody so I'm living like I love this yeah that's so great I am not living (laughs) I am dying no 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 (laughs) I am dying too no I mean part of my like what triggered me was the fact that I wasn't leaving the house at all which again I don't mind but it's like knowing that you don't even have the option to do it because there's nothing for you to do out there was like what was killing me so the first week that I was working from home I had set up my little work at home office on the dining table and you know which is part of like the main entrance of my apartment and I was like you know what like this is only until the end of March. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. When I got that email that this was going to be all the way through May, I was like, oh, fuck this. I got to figure some shit out because my configuration was not all that, you know, pretty. It wasn't comfortable. I was sitting in a dining chair for hours on end next to the kitchen, you know, where like my family and I, we we get together, we eat, we talk shit, we watch TV, we, we do everything. So it's like there wasn't a separation between work and, you know, my personal space. So I went to the store. Luckily, Ross was still open. Um, and I bought myself like a cute little desk for like 80 bucks. Um, and then I set it up in our spare bedroom because, you know, I was like, you know what, let me make the best of it. So now I have my work computer in front of a window and I found it that it's helped me be a lot more productive yeah. and it's to help me change my perspective on the whole work from home and being stuck at home situation until further notice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it really is what you make of it. Like people seem to be like so miserable at the fact that like, Oh, we can't leave the house. We can't leave the house. It's like going back to what we were saying. No, you can go for a walk, yeah. get some fresh air. Just don't come into contact with anyone. Stay six feet apart, practice, you know, safe distancing from other people, wash your hands, Take your clothes off the minute you get home because you don't know if you came into contact with like a hard surface and you may contaminate the other surfaces in your home. Like you you just have to be safe and smart about it. You can't just like go out, go to the supermarket and then like bump elbows with everyone in line. Right. And then free fall. Sit on your couch and then lay in your bed and then go for a jog and be the nasty (laughs) slut that you like to be, you know, 24 seven. Like these times are different, Susan, you know, (laughs) Susan. (laughs) I don't know why I said Susan. It sounds like something whatever. like something Susan would do, <laughs> or a Jan, something a yeah. Jan would do. No, it's true. I think uh. I, I, over the next couple of weeks, I think I'll. I'm hoping for two things, right? I'm really hoping that people aren't working out as much as it seems like they're working out, and that they're eating a lot more mm-hmm. than <laughs> I'm eating because. So I, the way that I cope with like some of this anxiety is like I have to bake or cook, and I also just feel like i need to like yeah i've seen you've been baking and i'm like who the fuck made daniela betty Crocker? i am i think i think i'm betty crocker and like i'll do it for like my friends too and so i keep making these massive portions of food with no one to eat them except my roommate Mm. and like you know my friends that live upstairs like yesterday i made truffle mac and cheese and i'm like well here i have a giant bowl i mean a giant like tray of truffle mac and cheese thankfully like it was eaten but not by me, thank but it's no, still, what, like, oh my god. And I No, what I've been doing is every time like I have to run to the store because my mom decided to announce that we ran out of a certain ingredient, I'll go down the wine aisle and I'll grab a bottle of wine, even if I don't need it. So I'm like stocking up That's on smart. wine. 
because you don't know like if shit could get worse and then they say you know what all stores are closed because y'all are a bunch <laughs> of nasty people who have spread who have allowed the spread of coronavirus you know so yeah it's precaution yeah. you know <laughs> so for like the next five seven minutes let's fantasize for a second and tell me what you uh-huh. plan on doing when all of this is over like Oh my god, I'm doing everything and everyone. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> no, I'm distraught because um Pride, my Pride is supposed to be happening next weekend. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping that, you know, this would be over like sometime in April. So I'm planning on putting something together for like myself and a close group of friends just so that, you know, we can like I don't know, get on a boat and spend the whole day on a boat or something like that and like go wild. Are you gonna travel more? Find a brunch at dinner. Are you gonna travel huh? more? Are you gonna like go out more than you already did? Are you gonna see more friends? Are you gonna stay well, at home a little bit more? Like <laughs> I am not staying at home. You can forget about that. I am living out of my car and I am showering <laughs> in a Burger King bathroom because I am not coming home. <laughs> Um, no, we were actually supposed to go to um, Spain for my <gasps> best friend's right. birthday now at the beginning of May. Too. But like, yeah, but every time we talk about like going to Europe, we're like, mm. Spain, <laughs> we Spain don't know. specifically got hit really hard. So like I was supposed to go to a, um, a bachelorette party in Ibiza at the end of July. And that right now is tentatively canceled because of the situation in Spain. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm bummed out. Yeah, it's scary because like even though like things may blow over, you, you still don't know, and it's like such a hot spot for, you know, coronavirus that it's like you know what maybe wait a little bit longer than a couple of months, maybe next year when shit has really settled and they're like coronavirus, ugh, right? Come, we'll give you a shot and like you're good. Yeah, and it's you not know. even about like the potential of getting sick or anything. It's the like the fact that the economy there, like businesses might not even be open. So that's right. what happened to us. Like it's like, okay, it could be done. Like not done, but you know, it could have subsided. We could have flattened the curve. Um, we could have done all this stuff, but the fact is a lot of the businesses and reservations that we had just weren't going to be able to be open at that time because of the hit that they've taken. Yeah. So it's yeah. super bummy. I for one will be traveling a lot as soon as we're allowed to simply because a lot of the ticket prices have gone down and so for me i want to take advantage and again this is something like that i'm not doing recklessly i'm not going to be like oh whatever i'm just going to infect whoever i want and whatever country that i want no 28 dollar trip to 28 dollar trip to. yeah no i'm not like i'm not going to italy i'm not going to spain like but i do want to It, it puts everything into perspective right and I think when it comes to traveling, it's not something that I've needed to get to gain perspective on because I've always known the importance about it. But the fact that like I'm being told, okay, we are not really sure how long you're going to have to be at home. Um, It puts things in perspective of like, if this has to happen again, because it may happen in waves, they have said that they have said, you know, it may subside and then people just go back to their poor hygiene and then it right yeah that's and then very we have possible yet another outbreak like that could happen i just want to make sure that the time that i that i'm using is accounted for and i definitely want to work out more i definitely like i'm not doing it as much now even though i have more time for it but i'm like i promise i will go to the gym if you just let me get to the gym <laughs> yeah well you know what like that just goes back to like the whole like all of these challenges that are going on on instagram like do 10 push-ups do 20 push-ups do 20 squats 
I'm like, they're so stupid, but they're great because they get you off. Exactly. The I had no moving. issue with them. You know, you don't. Yeah. You have no idea how much you do throughout the day, even if your days are mundane that all you do is wake up get ready go to work and then come back home like there's a lot of walking involved you do a lot of bending down you do a lot of like standing up you do a lot of things that you're no longer doing right now when you're at home and you're just going from your bed to your workspace to the couch to the kitchen right. so I'm like so and it's a way to keep things interesting you know like i i've been working out um not as much since all of this started, but, you know, I've been doing my best, like at work, for example, um, we challenge each other to every hour we meet up and we're like, hey, let's do um, 30 pushups, 30 dips and then 30 squats, for example. And then like, it's like, all right, cool. See you again in the next hour. And it's a way for us to get up and whatnot. And it just keeps yeah, you, you going because a lot of my friends that go to the gym or that are like gym junkies. They're like, oh, my God, all of my gains are disappearing. My arms are sagging. I feel like a like a blob. And I'm like, I can see that they're still trying to hold on to the gains that they have. But it's tough. And, yeah, everyone's dying to go back to the gym. Well, a lot of people are dying to go back to the gym. But, I mean, in the meantime, I think we just have to make do with what we have. And, you know, what did they do in the old times? Like, what did the Greeks use? And how did they achieve those amazing chiseled bodies that I they, they had? Like, rocks and shit. They had, like, very heavy rocks that they were able to do. Who knows? Yeah, so no. then let's just go out and find a it's big 100%. fucking rock, you know, that hasn't come into contact. And you know what? I'm going to call bullshit on myself. I bet that it's not the issue of, like, having to go to the gym because I'm like, I didn't go to the gym all that much before either. So it's not that I miss it. It's the, yeah. like, the classes that I would do. Like, I just miss the sense of, like, seeing other people and, like, pushing myself even harder because my issue, yeah, my issue with, like, at-home workouts, and, I mean, it's not a big issue, is that, like, I'm so unmotivated <laughs> to work when i'm at home i'm like yeah it's hard but my bed is right it's there hard. i can just sit on my bed <laughs> and and not do all these lunches <laughs> so i'll try and do it on the balcony and when i'm on the balcony i think it helps a little bit more but then like i'll get a notification or a text message or like a house party will come in and i'm like and you're distracted oh, and then your workout exactly. is interrupted but like when i'm in a class you know i'm not allowed to check my phone because i have to focus on not dying you know right exactly no and like i tried working out from home in my in the living room like i'll blast the tv i'll put on some youtube videos i'll put on the fucking shakira j-lo half yes. show um and like i've watched it for like a thousand times and i'll get up in mid-workout and i'll start copying one of their choreography and then i'll go back to working out but it's just finding your groove you know and you can still make some progress at home uh just by i don't know finding something that'll motivate you like what else are we going to be doing exactly. with our time anyway well that's what happened with the challenges i'm like what what are you doing what do you what how are you so yeah. so busy that you can't do this 10 push up challenge what else do you have oh you're so busy that you can't take a shot you mean to tell me that you take a shot like every 5 minutes when we're out on the weekend and all of a sudden you're in a stupid little quarantine and you can't take a little bitch shot like yeah what are you off. afraid of drinking and driving <laughs> oh, really are you going anywhere ooh <laughs> Ooh, are you afraid of texting your ex and going over you the can't house? Do oh, that, you bitch. can't do that because guess what? <laughs> you know when they made when they made the uh, the court well not the quarantine the curfew ten p.m. to five a.m. I told my friends I'm like well I mean I didn't tell my friends but I was telling them I was like you guys know that like your booty calls now have to start a little earlier and they get breakfast. <laughs> oh my god, it's true, amazing. Like, I'm like they got to be there be before alive. ten, and you can't <laughs> kick them out before five, so you might as well give them breakfast mm-hmm. to go. Right, exactly. So put on your your hazmat suits, poke some holes in it, and get to work. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we we're really ridiculous. Are, but I mean, whatever. We had 47 minutes of talking about coronavirus and how it's affecting us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's phenomenal. Anyway, any any tips, any tricks, any fun at home stuff that people can do that you want to give them before we, we sign off? Don't masturbate too much. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know if Pornhub is. Uh, didn't Pornhub like sin. open shit up? Yes. Oh my gosh. They call they changed the name to Stay Home Hub no, or something not. like that. And I'm like, this is beautiful. This is, you know what? I hats off to Pornhub for adapting with the times and doing more about the situation than our fucking <laughs> government. Okay. <laughs> they really have. I actually have to write about it, write an article about that for for work. That's what I'm going to do after this. So about how. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, no not way. specifically about Pornhub, but about like how different companies yeah. <laughs> are doing stuff um, for, for marketing and stuff throughout this, this whole crisis. So, okay. But that's, that's good. Don't no, it's great. I would tell, tell you guys, yeah. um, start listening to a lot more podcasts. You could start with this one. Oh yeah. yeah um, sure. Find, take this time to kind of find what it is that you love and what you're passionate about and give it that time. I know like it's very easy to sort of, get sucked into the whole you know oh i'm so bored i'm so miserable i want to go out because i did it i did it for like five days and then i had a full breakdown but after you sort of get past that point like it you have all this time and and it's not about being productive right it's not about like oh go learn a new language or if you can fuck it go for it like just take time for yourself and figure out like what is it that i really like what is it that i would love to do after all of this is over what can i get a head start on now and it could be something as stupid as like i don't know i i want to start starting a podcast yes yes jonathan (laughs) i don't know now is probably the perfect time to start a podcast (laughs) listen listen i'm especially that we could do it from the phone this... yeah no i'm definitely gonna be use this using this to harass my friends yeah. and talk shit and maybe launch a couple of episodes of yes, yes bro so, so there you go mm. if you guys are looking for a new podcast eventually yes bro will be out and i will let you guys know as soon as it is i'm gonna i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you yes. a deadline of like three to four weeks Give me a short, a quick, a, like a much shorter two deadline, weeks. please. In two like, weeks, you guys will hear the first episode of Yes, Bro, and I will. You know what? I let's put right, money on the table. It. I don't have money right now, but <laughs> let's put money on. I'll give you well, part of my stimulus but... check. <laughs> Wait, I'm probably not getting that. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my god! Um, and you guys can listen to episodes from there, and then you can also listen to some of my episodes. I'm going to try and put more out there since you know I have nothing better to do other than work yeah Uh, but yeah just stimulate your mind find different things and call your friends and family every day like that's actually my main recommendation like take the time like even while you're at work while you're working Mm -hmm. from home you know call your friends call your family members don't even call them just like facetime them it's so refreshing to see their face and to hear them like you'll feel like reconnected with them it's it's a beautiful thing like i've done that with so many friends and family yeah. members and it's made such a huge difference it's changed my outlook on you know this whole situation and it's it's allowed me to not get stuck in that you know negative mindset of uh, i'm at home and i don't get to see anyone or interact with anyone um exactly so yeah 
do that lots, lots of that. and lots of that because at the end of the day i mean this podcast is about relationships and you can still form relationships even in quarantine times so with yeah. that thank you jonathan for an excellent episode from my closet oh my god <laughs> gosh thank you for having me again what an honor and uh, honestly like you will probably be on a couple more times because i wanted to do this whole rotating co-host thing so we can get somebody else on here like you and i can interview them i think that'll be a lot more fun um hell yeah but we'll we'll come up with different topics you know we have all the time in the world now (laughs) we do this is gonna be great this is gonna be fun and i'm gonna have you on yes so exciting collaboration (laughs) i love it (laughs) so thank you guys for listening don't forget uh like subscribe you know share this as much as you wash Wash your your hands hands. please for the love of god wash your hands 40 seconds (laughs) 40 seconds of your life that can save somebody else's life so keep washing hands and yes tune in next time